This podcast is recorded on real phone calls with incarcerated Americans, and that means sometimes the phone quality on their end is not the greatest. There could be a little static, or there could be other people in the room with a little background noise, so just bear with us as some of these things are just out of our control. In 1994, Bill Clinton's crime bill created the Three Strikes Law. This law assigned a 25-year-to-life minimum for people convicted of three felony offenses, including at least one violent offense. This bill had a dramatic effect on the number of incarcerated people in the United States. In 1993, there were 949,000 people incarcerated in the U.S. By May of 1995, that number had increased to 1.5 million. Add to that the truth in sentencing law that came just a few years later, and we're left today with a ballooning prison population, especially of the older generation. Any attempt to add a third party to any call from Illinois DOC will result in inmate disciplinary action He's right. Between 1990 and 2005, the U.S. built a new prison every 10 days. While that number sounds unbelievable, a congressional report entitled Economic Impacts of Prison Growth confirms the numbers. The report states, The number of state and federal adult correctional facilities rose from 1,277 in 1990 to 1,821 in 2005. That's a 43% increase. These were built to house an exponentially growing number of incarcerated people due to the changing policies and the rise of a new industry. You got guys that's been here since 1997, 97 the truth and sentencing bill. You got guys that's 85% and 100%. 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years or whatever, and then they're not getting out. And they got tough on crime. You know, but, you know, I've seen a little bit of movement of what's going on because they now, they give you a risk assessment now here, see what your uh, high, high, medium, or low, um, you know, whatever they score you at, you know, they tell you what type of, um, they want you to take, but and and that's how they go and that's how they do it. But guys like me and they um, there's no chance, no rehabilitation because we got so much time. We're put on the very bottom of the list because we got too much time, and they don't want to do nothing for us. You know, we go by your guys as an outdate. Well, I mean, okay, but I still should have an opportunity at rehabilitation just like any other month. But 
1995, a Truth in Sentencing Law took effect and was soon declared unconstitutional by the Illinois Supreme Court. The Illinois legislature had anticipated the court might strike down its 1995 measure and passed a new one in 1998. This law changed Illinois' sentencing structure, so convicted murderers must serve 100% of their sentence, and convictions of other violent crimes would require serving 85% of the sentence. Previously, it was common to serve only half of their sentence by earning time off for good behavior. Earning good time was an incentive for incarcerated people to stay out of trouble in prison, to earn a time reduction. Truth in sentencing has led to extreme sentences and a ballooning prison population, including a growing population of sick and elderly people who are unlikely to offend again, and who instead contribute to a high cost for taxpayers. The law has caused a surge in the population serving extreme sentences. There were more than four times the number of people serving life or near-life sentences in 2020 than in 1988. Compared to 1988, Illinois prisons now hold eight times as many people age 50 and older, 10 times as many people age 60 to 64, and 14 times as many age 65 and older. The majority of people serving near-life sentences were under age 25 at the first date listed on their case. Recent reductions in Illinois prison populations have left behind mostly older individuals who present a lower risk of reoffending. The vast majority of people who commit crimes naturally grow out of criminal behavior as they age and mature. In particular, people over age 50 have the lowest recidivism rates of any group leaving prison. Illinois is spending $309.5 million per year to incarcerate 4,400 people who have already served at least 15 years. The true cost is likely much higher due to medical expenses for the aging population. Lengthy prison terms waste billions of taxpayer dollars on those whose incarceration does not make the public any safer. Mandatory sentences take power away from the judges to make individualized sentencing decisions that take into account important facts of the case. So how do we fix this? Here are some recommendations by FAM.org, suggesting the following. Establish mechanisms for all people serving extreme sentences to demonstrate their rehabilitation and earn the opportunity for release. Repeal mandatory sentences and sentencing enhancements. Address other laws that lead to excessive sentences. Make all sentencing reforms retroactive. Roll back truth in sentencing. Make regular use of the resentencing power the Illinois legislature granted to state's attorneys. Increase commutations and make the clemency process fairer and more efficient. Ensure that the Prisoner Review Board expeditiously and fairly reviews cases with decision-making focused on the individual's rehabilitation and current risk. Reinvest savings resulting from reduced incarceration into reentry and victim services. Include data collection and reporting requirements in all reforms to monitor for and address any disparities that may arise. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe to catch future episodes. 
If you know someone who's incarcerated who would like a conversation, you can reach out at prisonconversations at gmail.com.